0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. We are live. Glad to be with you. This is totally impromptu, so I know we won't have a lot of people, but I wanted to give people an opportunity to give me feedback and to ask questions because this is tough stuff. But I know you'd rather be forewarned because forewarned is forearmed. And I uh, just decided, you know, I was actually on a, a radio show tonight doing an interview. Um, and I'll be darned if I just didn't hit me like I, I need to take this stuff and go live with it on our channel. Absolutely got to do it because of the fact that uh, so many people don't know about this. Um We're going to hit the second biggest danger. And I've talked around these issues, but tonight I'm going to hit it hard on straight. And by the way, can I just tell you something? Did you know that uh, we know BlackRock's going to be in charge of Ukraine rebuild? (laughs) Geez, Surprise, surprise. But Vanguard controls the grain of Ukraine. Talk about strangling the country, the world. Uh, It's 40% of the world's grain. It's crazy. Anyway, um, I'm going to ask you to do something. we got to share this stuff. We really do. And I would encourage you when you go to other sites that you share that stuff too. Because we've got to raise a level of awareness. Today I did an earlier broadcast where I called into my congressman, uh, Paul Gozar, and I got a message. Go to this website and send your message, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but I showed you how to do it. I left the number. And I highly recommend you do that. And what we were talking about was defunding the DOJ. They're a totally uh, organized criminal organization. And uh, and I'll start off with a little digression here, Gary Gensler, you're going to be hearing that name a lot this week, we've come across information that as the head of the Security Exchange Commission and they're prosecuting a a crypto company called Binance, well it seems that Binance was the main competitor of Sam Bankman-Fried in FTX and they reached a collusion agreement, this is so illegal and the SEC went after Binance. (laughs) The case against Binance is just going to fall apart. Gary Gensler belongs in prison, not just impeached from his position, but he belongs in prison. Uh, And let me remind you, FTX, why would the administration and Biden knew about this? Why would they agree to this? Because during the midterm elections, we know from court documents that FTX paid $40 million. 90% of it went to Democrats. 10% went to rhino Republicans that were uniparty members. And uh, wow, this is a scandal and a half, and not a word in the mainstream media, but it is part of the official record. Um, okay, here we go. I don't know if you want to call this the biggest danger or the second biggest danger, and I've had discussions with people today as I found this and I called some of my colleagues and we don't scoop people for the first story. If, if I tell Paul Preston something or Sarah Westall and they come out with it before me, big deal. Okay. But we're sharing, we're trying to establish credibility. Do you know about this? Okay. What part do you know? And we do a lot of that with each other. And it's kind of funny. I got a mixed uh, bag here when I started telling people, um, all right, I want to start out with a formula that I think is really important for you to understand. And I think this serves as a baseline measure for going forward, understanding our economy. It's the debt to GDP ratio. Gross domestic product means the sum total of goods and services produced by a country. Right? And usually it's it can be measured in a month. It can be measured quarterly. It can be measured annually. Okay, so GDP. Debt. 30 Three trillion dollars and we're not even counting the unfunded mandated liability like social security medicare medicaid that's about 240 <clears throat> um, billion yeah okay so there's a economic principle that when your debt is 90% of your GDP so let's say your GDP is 100 round numbers and your debt is Ninety. Uh-oh, you're at 90%. That's not good. No nation has ever come back from a debt-to-GDP ratio of 90% or more. You say, gee, are we at 90%? (laughs) Um, No. That would be the good old days. We are at an estimated 120%. There is no way this economy is coming back in its present form. Uh, Michael just said he's heard it's 130. Michael, I've seen that too, and I've seen 110. And so I picked a mid-range number. But we're effectively on the same page. If it's over 90%, it's not going to work. We're we're really in trouble here. Um, Let me do a little temperature control here because this is uh, making me hot under the collar all right so let's we've established that so we have an economy that's irredeemable the only thing that you can hope to do as an individual now is to cushion your landing when the crash comes you know so you're the person in the airplane that's putting your head between your knees you got the pillow hopefully you're sitting in the back of the plane where the survival rates are higher and uh you're not putting your head between your knees and kissing your you know what goodbye (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is bad. We are crash landing right now. All right. Um, There is an extreme threat to the food supply. And when you look at this 130 or 120 percent of GDP for debt, when you're looking at that, you know, you've got the grounds for hyperinflation. Okay. And, And this administration has said well, we're gonna we're not gonna print more money because that'll exacerbate a quicker hyperinflation. We're gonna raise interest rates so we take a lot of money out of circulation. Yeah, that's actually what we call this the stagflation, and people are gonna lose jobs because okay, because corporations will have to cut back. Yeah, you get the idea. Okay, so this is really really bad. Even if no one lost a job, which is not gonna happen, um, wages can't go up. Because when a corporation has a, a debt and they got the $2 trillion wall debt that's coming up, right, with the major corporations, uh, they have to take a dollar and apply it to the debt. That means that 20% has to come out of operating costs. They work on a five-to-one ratio. And if the banks go into regulation, which, you know, we had all these banks closed last week, right, the branches, a lot of the B of A, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Citibank, Union Bank, they all had multiple branches that closed. B of A leading the way. Um, regulators will demand you have so much liquidity if you're dealing with this kind of stuff. And generally, the ratio is five to one. Okay, So 20%, 20% comes off the profits. No reinvestment from that 20%. They got to make that up somewhere. That's where you have the hiring freezes. That's where you have um, the, the job layoffs. This is where you turn salaried employees into, excuse me, wage employees into salary employees. So now if they were salary and they work 60 hours, you got to pay them time and a half for 20 hours. If you're salary, uh-uh, so they'll get free labor out of people by doing that. Okay. So, and then they'll start letting people go and then they'll bring in AI to cut costs and they'll let even more people go. You get the idea. Okay. So you're going to have less money to buy more expensive food with, and your food's going up. And I've told you this before, but let's connect a dot here. I talked about Biden's thirty thirty plan. And basically what I told you was the federal government's trying to buy up farmland to kill farm production. They're allowing the Chinese to buy up farmland to kill farm production by domestic entities. They don't want private farming. And so they come in and we talked about how they'll try to trick you. If you won't sell to them, well, let us put a solar panel thing on your property here. We'll pay you really well for it. Or how about an easement through your property? Remember what I told you before? If you take one dime of federal money, climate change protocols come into play and they can limit your farming with fertilizer, you know, the nitrates, the methane, the whole nine yards, and cut down on your crop yield tremendously. Uh-huh. And then they don't stop fires, right? On the uh, if, your, if your land were to back up adjacent to federal federal, federal land. They don't do the back burning. They have the undergrowth and they let it burn because they go, it's part of nature, part of nature. And so now the fire can pick up steam before it attacks the farms that are privately owned. Uh, That's just an example of cutting into the food supply. And then you have the carbon capture programs. They're right now in eight states, but it's not going to stay in eight states. And they can come in and build a 90 foot trench And they can put it next to your house, next to your sewer line, next to your water supply. There's toxic chemicals. They leak out. They even do tests where they leak them out. And it's endangering the crop supply. They put it often right in the middle of the field. So it's hard to, yeah, and you lose a lot of crop yield from doing that. Uh, And the computers on board these tractors just aren't geared to pick this stuff up either. So this is craziness what's going on with the farmers right now. So, your food supply is imperiled, and we're cutting down on the food supply. Simultaneously, your gas is going up tremendously, okay, and it's only going to get worse. Right now, we see a little bump down, but the oil reserves are shot. Right? Uh, we're now getting oil from a region that's about ready to be engulfed in war, and I believe Saudi Arabia could be attacked by Iran uh, well, yeah, well, for a lot of reasons. So where are we going to get the oil? Biden's killed all domestic production for the most part. So where are you going to get the oil? You're not. What's going to happen to the price of gas, even if you can get it? And what's going to happen to the price of food, right? And then if diesel reaches $7 a gallon, food stops moving because the truck stopped moving. We've covered all that, right? So are you going to be able to even get food? That's the next thing. So you are facing hunger and starvation. And let me remind you. This is not a first for America. It's estimated that in the Great Depression, two to seven million people starved to death, or they died of causes, to be accurate, related to malnutrition. You don't die of starvation. You die of nutritional deficits that bring on certain illnesses that become terminal. And we are looking at moving into that kind of period. Okay, so I want to make sure you understand this. And so what we tell people is that uh, you really need food. We we sell storable food. And I'm going to recommend that you bury some of it, hide some of it. Why? Because I know the government's going to pass anti-hoarding laws. That FEMA can come in and seize in an emergency. Don't give them the opportunity. Okay, so... Hide how do you get your food? Go to preparewithdave.com. They got a sale going on and all kinds of cool stuff. Two thousand calories per day is what they allot. Um it's restaurant quality. I could live on this stuff forever. This is really good, lots of diversity. It's it's a fine supply. So I highly, highly recommend you do that. Um Okay, so we are looking also too at um Okay, so we did the debt. Okay, the hyperinflation is soon to follow. And that's when we can meet the credit debt. Okay, so now we do have to print more money to pay. See, here's the problem the government's going to have soon. They're not going to be able to pay the interest on the debt. So they're going to have to break from raising interest rates to printing more money. Oop, there goes your hyperinflation just to pay off the interest to keep the game going for as long as they can. That's when they're going to steal your money out of the bank too. Because the banks will fall in line with this collapse. And the Dodd-Frank laws, you've heard me say, can keep your money and your retirement connected with that anytime you want. That's why I do business with Noble Gold, because they're giving people options. All right, uh, the massive job loss will be absolutely incredible. It's estimated that when we go into full hyperinflation and a corresponding economic collapse, that the unemployment rate, well, we'll say what it was in the Depression, Do You remember? It was almost a quarter of the country was out of work before Roosevelt started to make work projects, which is why he took us off the gold standard so he could print money he had no gold backing for. And then he went and seized people's gold. That's another thing you're going to have to hide. Okay, But it's estimated that the employ, unemployment rate will go from 20%... Yeah, we're going to hit 20 pretty quickly. Oh, they won't count it that way. If you have any kind of license at all, even if you're not working, the country is employed. The government's employer, employment figures are totally bogus, not even worth talking about. But you'll go from an estimated 20% to 50%. And uh, the 50% could be a gift. And the other thing that'll exacerbate this is how much AI do corporations take on? They may look at it as the last gasp of survival. How do we keep afloat? Stock market's collapsing, commercial real estate's crumbling, real estate, commercial, people aren't buying things because they got no money. Remember, 65% of the people month to month were maxed out on credit cards at $1.27 trillion. Student loans are coming due this month, average of 505. You get the idea. America can't take this. So there's not going to be retail, and that's going to be more corporations going broke. And we will eventually be in free fall, and there's a domino effect. And I think the domino really starts with the price of gas and goods not moving and shortages happening, prices escalate, government can't meet the debt, and they have to print more money. That's the beginning of the end. That's what we'll see. Now, do I think we can come back from this? I do. But I'm educating you about this so you know what happens, so we know what we have to do to fix this. Can we stop it? We could do debt repudiation. You know, I saw a scenario today on YouTube. It was actually pretty well done. On the third day of the midst of going into collapse, debts weren't being paid to foreign entities like the IMF, the World Bank. and viruses it is the best there is in the business and you can read all the research on this simply by going to waterwithdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time other nations and so they started seizing american assets will that happen yeah it will And that's why if you go to a foreign country to escape and you open a bank account there, maybe you you purchase a piece of real estate to give you residential status, which a lot of people are obtaining now, you have to make sure that your residential status will protect you from bank confiscation because you're an American citizen. You really got to worry about that. And it's in your best interest to find out what your debt ratio is from America, what the debt obligations are to that government you're going to. I don't think anyone's going to China, and I don't think anyone's going to a crazy place like Germany. And those are the people that we owe a lot of money to. Mexico is another place where we're going to owe a lot of money to. Mexico would not be a good place to be. Uh, People say, "Dave, where would you move?" I think probably Uruguay. I'll be bored as hell, and I'm not really a soccer fan. And my Spanish is extremely marginal. I would learn quickly. I would imagine that environment. But it's a nice environment. The government's the most conservative south of our border. Um, and they're not taken over by the same groups that have taken over Brazil. But I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. I'm just saying that you need to be really careful if you leave the country. You need to know what you're getting into. Okay. Um we look at here um, there are two possible outcomes here okay we ride this out and we see an economic collapse with terrible terrible depression effects and maybe as many as 60 70% of our major corporations go under small businesses well virtually almost non-existent it'll be like the the lockdown days in covid and that's one way we can go, or we can print money and then die the hyperinflation death. Those are really the two choices we have. And people say, which one would you choose? I don't know. You kind of asked me, do I want to shoot myself in the head with my right hand or my left hand? They're both bad. If we go to printing money again in the, in the amount that we were, the end will come much sooner. What the Federal Reserve is doing right now is buying, buying time. So here's the end game. They want to collapse it. So they can do what? Come on, repeat after me. What are they going to do after our system has totally collapsed? We're rioting in the streets, victimizing people for the supplies. We didn't accumulate. We should have been prepping. Do you have any idea here? I'm looking here for answers. Okay? Um, what do you think will happen? Exactly. CBDC. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't pay your debts. We as a country can't pay our debts. We're repudiating the debt, and this is what conservatives have been calling for. We pay debts for BS. And I've said many times, well, okay, I don't even think we should have to honor this crap. I don't think we can get out of the problem by just repudiating debts. But I think We could make a debt. But they would say this, we're going to repudiate all debts, and the world will be in the same place. When America falls, the rest of the world will have also fallen. Trust me, China's already ahead of us on this curve. Mainstream media is trying to cover it up, but they are ahead of us. India is ahead of us on this curve. Germany is way down the road from us to collapse. Actually, one of the healthiest nations out there right now is Mexico. (laughs) Does that surprise you? Yeah, they've actually managed their economy pretty well. We're importing more things from Mexico now in the last quarter than we did from China. Surprise, surprise. That's because China has really come back on production. And I know that has medical implications here, and I know that's upsetting, so plan ahead. Um, CBDC will come in, debt forgiveness, CBDC, and this is how they'll get you into the system. But realize, if you get into CBDC, you're never coming back. No, I'm sorry, you can't eat that dairy or buy that meat. No, no. But we have bugs on sale. Can't buy the milk. No, we, we got water. Okay, we can't really account for the quality, but it's water. All right, you'll be limited on how much you can shower. By the way, too, there is a, um, I'll probably show this tomorrow. I found this in the UN. They went through and they're calling for digital ID for everybody, and they were scolding world governments for not getting it done. And then I found an accompanying article referenced back to the UN. And guess what they want us to live in? you're going to look forward to living in a converted commercial real estate property, like a factory or an office building into a 500 square foot apartment for your family of four. You're going to look forward to that because you know what they have planned for us at the UN. You're going to live in Adobe mud huts. I kid you not. I'll try to remember to do a piece on this tomorrow and I'll show you the article with links into sustainable development goals. My goodness gracious, a mud hut? Why? Because it's carbon neutral. Do you think that? I don't know the time frame on this, but let's say it's five years. Do you think Bill Gates is going to live in a mud hut? You think John Kerry is going to live in a mud hut? Huh? You think Obama is going to live in a mud hut? <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Um, by the way, too, we have set a record. And I said this yesterday, and it, and it really bears the desperation of what I'm giving you here. We have 500,000 Americans working 80 hours get two jobs we have never even come close to that even in 2009 not even in the great depression did we ever have that and that's if you can keep these jobs and ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you right now if you're of able mind and body and i understand there are limitations for some people you would be wise to find second and third income opportunities right now and rid yourself of debt and buy the gold i tell you to buy if you can afford it and I'd get gold coin cause you'll be able to spend it outside the system. Don't get the bars. The bars are okay. Uh, but I'd get gold and silver and I'd get the coins because you can be parallel outside the system until we get this stuff taken care of. God will eventually end this. I'd prefer not to live through the end days. And I think a lot of that's up to us. Does God forgive our sins? When we ask, we get on bended knee. Does your life change? Yes. Well, if we did that as a nation, as a planet, But certainly as a nation, we would see things change dramatically. And we might not have to go through the end days like so many people think we are. And I agree. If you do nothing, this is where we're going. I think we will be in the end days. But I don't think it's written in stone. Because what does the Bible tell us about the return of Jesus? You will not know the hour of the day. Okay, And that means there's variabilities for each generation. And a lot of it has to do with our devotion to the Almighty. And I would recommend that's what we really focus on now. And um, maybe we should become missionaries for Jesus. Because that may be our best defense right now. But I'm telling you, you need to prep right now. Starting last year, you need to prep. And I wish you all the best. Um, Yeshua is king. Um, Okay, you can't change God's timing. But do we know what God's timing is? No. We won't know the hour of the day. So, can you have a generation come up on the edge and things change? Yes, because we don't know the hour of the day. It may not be humanity's time to go through this. It might be. And I'm just saying that, uh, I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, that I think I'm being very, very accurate in saying this. And I've asked pastors and religious scholars, and do you think I'm off? Oh, no, no, no. We have variability here. If we all in this nation Simultaneously got to bend a knee We're sorry, forgive us We'll do what we're supposed to do To the best of our ability And when we screw up We'll ask for forgiveness again um, I think we'd see miracles happen That we couldn't even believe our eyes Yeah, Brenda, I hear you I, You know, in my heart I feel you're right That it's probably a done deal But it's not my nature to lay down Okay, there's five minutes left in the game and we're behind by 20 points. Has anyone ever come back from that? Yeah. Is it likely? No. But it's not my nature to lay down and take my beating. And I hope that none of you take that too. We need to fight till the very end. and The Lord commands us to stand up to evil. So I'm not giving in. I hope you don't give in. And I hope that uh, we keep going because at the end of the day, we're going to win one way or the other. We either push this off to a later time because we change our wicked ways or Jesus is going to come and decide what happens after we go three, through three and a half years of holy hell, literally. Anyway, if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them here, but I wanted to get this out. I didn't get to really cover this schematically like I wanted to this week, and I think it's really important. And boy, do I ever appreciate you guys coming on here on a Saturday night. I know on the East Coast here, we're looking at the fact it's 9.50. (laughs) I know, 9.50. You're dedicated. And there's good football on tonight, I would imagine, that a lot of you people like to be watching, or going to a movie with your family, um, if you can afford it. But I do really appreciate you being here. Very much appreciate you being here. Uh, this has become a great community. Uh, and I think we're doing a lot of good. And I think that you guys are uh, look for learning from the community here. And hopefully this is translating into you making better decisions. But I will tell you, prep, 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 prep. Okay? And uh, get the food. You, can't, you, you can live, what, 30 days without food. Three days without water, well, yeah, those are the most essential things you can do. You need water filtration, you need food. Please don't shortchange yourself there. Um, and for those of you who just joined us, I am so sorry you just got into the party because we're really near completion. But in just a few minutes, it'll be posted live, and you'll be able to go back there and see it. And you can always communicate with me through the comment section, and I'll review those in the morning. Right now, I need to go eat my dinner and decide if I have enough energy to work out. Um, and I'm just telling you, you need to train, prep, and pray, too. We could be going through some real challenging times. God bless all of you. We'll see you back here next time. Remember, tomorrow is the Lord's Day.